0: Welcome back to Anything Goes. I'm your 5-Wing 4 host, Madison.
1: And I'm your 9-Wing 1 host, Caden.
0: This is a podcast about the Enneagram. Before we start, let's just go over some housekeeping things. We still have a Twitter. Um, I have officially settled on, I'm still going to call it Twitter instead of X. Um, At Anything Goes. Um, You can tweet us there. We also still have an email account. Please email us. We get a little bored and lonely. We love to hear from you. So you can email us um, at anythinggoes at gmail.com, same way it's spelled here. And as you might have guessed from the title today, we are discussing three wing twos. We have fine, it's the new year. We're starting threes. Nice. And isn't this marvelous? We only did ones and twos last year. All we talked about for an entire year. Aren't 100%. you special to you? <laughs> All right, so let's start off with naming our Three-Wing-Two. I found two names. I found the Charming. Yes, the Charming, not the Charmer. I don't know why. Hmm. And the Enchanter. I really like the Enchanter.
1: The Enchanter has a little bit more agency to it. Yeah. It's just like, I guess you're charming, but you're not doing anything to be charming, you know?
0: Yeah. So... I like that name. Did you find any other names? No. No. Okay. So let's jump into the reason you came here. The main differences. How do you tell yourself apart? If you're a three, how do you choose your wing? So let's look at our differences. Um, While we're going to focus on the three wing two side of it today, uh, we are going to briefly touch on the three wing four here for just a moment. So the three wing two versus the three wing four. The three wing two um they are more externally motivated they seek validation from others to confirm their worth whereas a three wing 4 is much more internally motivated they need to prove to themselves that they are worthy it doesn't matter if other people view them as worthy or lovable and charming they need to prove it to themselves three wing 2 They'll be fine as long as everybody's saying they're charming. It doesn't matter if they actually are. They'll take it at face value when people say it to them. Now, the other problem with the three is that they are in the, uh, the little triad of death, as we like to call it. Where the three, the sixes, and the nines are both the most affected by their type. So for threes, it's the, the heart center and shame. But they are also the most removed from it in, in a way that they usually can't see it themselves. um. So it can be kind of hard sometimes for threes to accurately type themselves as far as their wings go, because they might be like, I don't seek external validation. What are you talking about? And in reality, they just crave external validation and that is their sole motivator. So um, it takes them developing a little bit more self-awareness in those middle to upper ranges for them to actually be able to fully like type themselves
1: yeah yeah Uh, and the the differences here um we've probably talked about like a while back in our original stuff how in the centers there's typically that that triad will have those um like most affected um and removed um relationship to their center And then you have an internally facing type in that center and an externally facing type in that center. So when we talk about Mm -hmm. like twos being more external, Mm -hmm. that's because they're the external portion of the heart type and the fours are the internal facing heart type. Mm -hmm.
0: And we can definitely see that show up in how these wings present as in the three wing two seeking the external validation which is from their two, which is X turn. So let's move into some straight up just three wing two. Okay. So they have the same three wing twos and three wing fours are going to have the same base desire, but it gets a little, little seasoning, a little something special to it. So a general threes um, base fear is going to be that they fear that they are unworthy. Okay. Um, and their base desire is to be worthy. So the little seasoning that the three-winged two gets, the little flavor, is that the three-winged twos feel that they are unworthy of love, acceptance, or praise. Okay? Um, and so their base desire is to be seen as lovable, um, and to be seen as accepted, and to be to receive that praise. It is a much more seen rather than necessarily felt. They'll feel it if they feel they are being seen.
1: And that's a differentiation between a two-wing three there. Or so a two-wing three will feel more than they will want to be seen, right? Yeah,
0: the three-wing four. Three wing, three wing four. Yeah, the three-wing okay. four, their whole thing is they've got to prove it to themselves.
1: Got it. The we're talking three... about like expectations versus mm-hmm. your emotions like the four ends up being that other okay yep. yeah
0: so like for instance a three-wing two if everyone's saying like oh you're great at your job wonderful they're gonna feel like they're great at their job and they're gonna be yeah. great okay three-wing four isn't necessarily gonna take that feedback and say even if everybody's telling them they're great at their job if they aren't meeting the metrics that they have set for themselves they aren't going to feel successful. Got it. And sometimes they, well, we'll get into this with the 3 wing 4 they set outlandish goals sometimes that they can't even reach, which drives their feeling of worthlessness. So they could be doing, they could objectively be doing great and everybody could be telling them they're doing great. Mm-hmm. However, they've set such a high goal for themselves that it doesn't matter. They're not going to feel worthy because they haven't set their outrageous goal. They haven't met their outrageous goal. Got it. Whereas- A thrilling two still might set an outrageous goal, but if they don't meet it, they'll be fine as long as everybody else is telling them they're fine. They'll still feel that worth.
1: The metric of success is entirely dependent upon external factors. Yes.
0: Yes. So, So just some other... Three wing two, there's honestly not a whole bunch of difference between the three-wing two and the three-wing four. It's more just how they're seeking their validation. So the other, the only other two points I have for that aren't strengths or weaknesses is that um three-wing twos have a bigger focus on their social appearance. Um, and this can come down to the way they dress and other things like that. In fact, I think I have a mentor like an instructor at my work who is, I think, a a three-wing, well no, he might just be a four. I don't know. It's weird. Never mind. I'm, I think he might be. I don't know. But yeah, they're going to want to dress the best. They're going to want to have the best bags. They're going to want to have an elevated social status. They also have an intense fear of being rejected um, and can have intense reactions to criticism. And this is because they're f- driving their entire self-worth around how people see them Mm -hmm. so if they feel rejected it's not just a simple rejection it is their entire value hinging upon that rejection do you have any more points you'd like to throw in before we move on to strengths
1: let's move on
0: move on to strengths okay so i have four strengths for the three wing two three wing twos are still very goal oriented um, and they do they do this as a way to kind of prove to other people that they're great and be like, look, I hit all my goals. They're very confident generally. Um, they tend to be more self aware than the three wing four, and I think that's because they are willing to accept they are willing to accept external validation more than the three wing four. And so, whereas the three wing four can just get into a dejected, like I'm the worst because I haven't completed my outlandish goal, the three wing two will have a generally better idea of where they actually sit because they are listening to criticisms about themselves. Um, and they easily connect with others. They got that. They got that two riz. Anything you'd like to add?
1: No, I'm just I'm sitting with that self-awareness piece Mm -hmm. because in some ways you'd think that the four connection would make that type more self-aware you'd think external
0: you'd think but they tend to completely reject the opinions of others which leaves them yeah Which can leave them lacking in actual self awareness because self awareness, a huge part of that is figuring out how other people will see you. Right. It's like, am I being rude or polite right now? That's self awareness because you are aware of how you are interacting in society. Whereas a three wing two is going to be very self aware about are they being polite? How are they being perceived? Right. As a three wing four is not, they don't care as much they're a
1: little bit they're more able to understand themselves in context
0: yes okay
1: yeah that makes sense Mm -hmm. all
0: right ready for weaknesses Mm -hmm. all right they can be too focused on their self-image and it can really drive down their confidence they're not being perceived the way they want to be perceived Um, whereas a three wing four, it doesn't matter what other people's opinions, their self-confidence is entirely dependent on their own. Well, not entirely dependent on their own. We'll, We'll get into that in the three wing four, but it is a lot more dependent on their view of themselves. Um, they can be harsh on others too, and themselves when it comes to criticism, especially when it comes to how other people might reflect on themselves so like you know how you might have that friend who does stupid shit a three-wing two is going to be very harsh on that person if they are doing stupid shit that could come back to them Mm -hmm. they don't want to be the like oh you're jared's friend they don't want that right they don't want to have that happening they don't want um my 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 grandparents used to have the saying, this is more of an older saying in the South, is that when you leave the house, you have my name on you. Mm. So it's like, what you do comes back on me. Your failures are my failures. Your pride is my pride. And so that is a very three-wing-two kind of sentiment. Um, And they can be manipulative. That's just, they can kind of be manipulative. It's that two, three, the need for validation coming in. Yeah you have anything to add
1: all that social energy yeah no i am i am interested when you talk about examples because i have a question to pose to you
0: okay would you like me to tell my example first or the question posed first
1: no we can do the example and then i'll get to the question
0: okay so that was the last weakness we had Mm -hmm. for examples i have tahani al-jamil from the good place Mm -hmm. i think she is the epitome of a two wing three and i really love it if you follow her through the whole show because she starts at a very lower level through wing two Mm -hmm. and then at the end when they're all spoiler spoiler alert when they get yeah skip um when they get to heaven um you can see her kind of evolve from needing her parents approval to being able to pursue things that she wants to pursue. She has her whole checklist of everything she wants to do and become um, proficient in. All right, what was your question?
1: Well, so yeah, end spoilers here. If this is spoilers for you, then you've been living under a rock. We've been talking about uh, Harry Potter before and Rodney. Mm-hmm. and i believe the consensus was that he's a three yes that is well you still had your doubts that he might i had be i thought he would might have been more six but that also might be a movie adaption version or yeah. like a fandom version of him mm-hmm. emphasizing the loyalty or maybe that's just he's a three and threes are very very loyal when they um go to their um integration point mm-hmm. you know like yeah also a possibility. To me, he reads as very much a three-wing two.
0: Yeah. I agree.
1: Socially. Okay. As okay. Okay. (laughs) We're in agreement there on that. So the stereotypical, prototypical person who is like, and and this is where I think some of those you read some of those strengths of like confidence, self-aware, goal-oriented. And, like, you start to develop a certain idea of a person in your mind, and you forget that these are just, like, regular-ass people doing regular-ass things, too. Like, mm-hmm. Ron Weasley, um, I don't know if you would call him very goal-oriented or confident. He's also a child in the books. But, yes. like, in the I, sense...
0: I think we can see his confidence. Um, it It really shows sometimes. He gets yeah. his sparks. Him on the chessboard. Yeah. I, I know what to do. I'm going to make this move. I'm going to make the sacrifice. I know it. I'm confident.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. But just in the sense of depending on where the three wing two is in their mm-hmm. state of health, like some of yeah. the stuff might not spark necessarily until they get to a point where they do feel more comfortable with like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, um, you know, I'm externally motivated by a lot of stuff. And my idea of what the external motivation needs to be is kind of different from like finding my own groove and things
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, does that make sense
0: yeah yeah i think we can see it in ron though yeah. when he falls apart the goal oriented when he mm-hmm. falls apart in book seven because he ends up leaving after a little bit because he's like we've only done one fucking horcrux yeah there's seven we haven't completed any goals we haven't found any horcruxes we haven't gone any farther. And so he was very like, we've got to get four crooks, one, two, three, four, five, and yeah. then get it. And when he couldn't achieve those goals, when he couldn't be like, this is what I got to do, it messed him up entirely.
1: Yeah. 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 So that's, I I submit for the jury, Ron Weasley from Harry Potter. That's my example.
0: Yes, I agree. I agree. Do yeah. you agree with Tahani?
1: I've actually not seen The Good Place. <gasps> it's on my list of things to watch, but it's- Did uh, I just spoil it for you? Yeah, but like, it, I, I don't necessarily watch shows because I need to know the ending right away. Like I watch oh my shows God. So good.
0: Oh, no. I need you to watch The Good Place because it is without a doubt. Hold on, let me think. Is it I also the best? Don't,
1: Alyssa did just whisper to me, I don't really watch the endings of shows. I hate having things end this is something you need to talk to my therapist about but yes I hate having things end I like to get like three quarters of the way through a game or a show or something and then just because then then it's just like it still goes on in my brain and I never have to let go of it
0: yeah I and the good place is one of those where the ending is I sob every time no (laughs) I just it but that's the thing it is the It is one of... You know what? I'm going to say it. It's the best TV show that I've ever seen.
1: Even better than Avatar The Lost Airbender. Yeah. I have to watch it.
0: And Avatar is up there. Avatar is up there. But I think as far as like general content, writing, acting. Like I never cried in Avatar. Never touched me. It's hard to make me cry.
1: That's fair. I cry in shows sometimes often
0: yeah oh you're you do the good place be prepared to be <laughs> a, an emotional wreck
1: oh great mm-hmm. anything Bye. else to say about three wing twos
0: no i think that's it <laughs> sorry guys i don't feel like this was very in depth but honestly there's not a whole lot of a difference between three wing two versus three wing four yeah
1: I'm sure we'll we'll also. I mean, we talked about three wing fours a bit in this episode. We'll talk about three wing twos a bit in the next episode too.
0: Yeah.
1: Contrast. Um,
0: yeah. yeah. All right. Bye.
1: Bye.